All right, so I forgot to thank the patrons in this episode, so we're doing it at the beginning. Guess what, bitches? It's cold open. Thank you, patron intro. Open intro. We love it. All right, Alex, thank you. I love you kisses. Uh, fucking Emerson, thank you. I love you kisses. Jeff, thank you. I love you kisses. D, thank you. I love you kisses. Scott, thank you. I love you kisses. Trey, thank you. I love you kisses. Weston, thank you. I love you kisses. Tim, Thank you, I love you kisses. Stefani, thank you, I love you kisses. Dalton, thank you, I love you kisses. Felix, thank you, I love you kisses. Mason Reloaded, thank you, I love you kisses. Giovanni, thank you, I love you kisses. Jeremy, thank you, I love you kisses. Haley, thank you, I love you kisses. Joe, thank you, I love you kisses. Black Hitler, thank you, I love you kisses. El Jefe, thank you, I love you kisses. Nick, thank you, I love you kisses. Sludge Feast, thank you, I love you kisses. Other Joe, Big Joe, thank you, I love you kisses. And our newest patron, Ryan, thank you, I love you kisses. Uh, if you like this podcast, uh, you can thank those people for it because of my monetary obligation to them. And if you want more podcasts like it, www.patreon.com's last distinct sheet for more. All right, good episode coming up. Lots of fun. Talk to you idiots later. I'm Gino Samuel, and you're listening to the internet's most trusted and important pro wrestling insider podcast. This is the Stink Sheet. always Otis P. Stinktrigger, but you can call me Kurt because that's my name. And uh, yeah, the fake one is just for fun. It's a fun name. It's a fun username. It's got stink in it. It's, it's silly. I'm joined today by Jagger, your favorite. He's here. What's up, Jagger? Uh, before we begin, I want to wish a special happy birthday to a man who, you know, he's up there in age and his grumpy disposition may turn some people off, but he has a heart of gold, and he really has changed my life. That's right. Happy birthday, Bob Dylan. Big 82. <laughs> when was Bob Dylan's birthday? Like a week ago. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say AJ Styles, because we share the same birthday. But uh, Oh, yeah, know, it was Bob Kurt's Dylan. birthday, too. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> and we're joined today uh, by uh, an expert on Japanese death cult, Om Shinrikyo, uh, extremism researcher and anti-cult activist. Uh, she's appeared on podcasts such as QAnon Anonymous, and now for some reason, this one. Sarah Hightower is joining us. Hey, Sarah, what's up? Hi. Uh, I sorry. I thought this was the Jim Cornette drive-through. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get into our hot takes on Kenny Omega real soon, and uh, the reasons that Japanese women work for the promotion he does. We're going to get to the bottom of it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Look at us, all fancy. We got like a like a proper guest this time, like a real real smarty pants guest. And you know we're a very professional operation around here, Sarah. And uh, we want to get to the bottom of the things that matter. So I'm just gonna come out right away, Sarah Hightower. How is Diablo Four? Oh, dude, it's awesome. 
Yeah. I mean, I've running? only been able to play it for like 30 minutes, but probably like the third best 30 minutes of my life so far. That's high praise. Yeah. That is high praise. What kind of character are you running right now? A druid. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I picked the uh, the rogue in the beta. I haven't picked up the full game yet, but I'm going to soon. But uh, looks good. Uh, fucking. It's really interesting because like, you know how Diablo 3 worked where it was like one thing when it first came out and then it was a completely different game a couple years later. I'm excited to see where they take it. But uh, yeah, so the reason I wanted to have you on this week is uh, this is our, our post-Fish Tank wrap-up episode. And uh, as, as I could tell from Twitter, you've at least been somewhat engaged with it. So yeah, like how did you, are you familiar with Sam Hyde to like begin with? Or what's yeah. With that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get triple canceled on the wrestling podcast for talking about fucking Sam Hyde and Fish Tank. Well, I mean, like, the, the the stance we've taken on this show is that, like, you know, we're not <laughs> actually yet. Jagger cosigns everything he says and does. Not me, though. I take a more <laughs> nuanced position on it. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's certainly not the uh, coolest guy in the world. But, sadly, he makes interesting things. So I kind of need to engage with them. I don't... Like, Fish Tank, they just reinvented, like, the Skinner box, but with, like, text-to-speech and autism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that, yeah. Like, it's it that. Was, it was Big Brother if you could, like, more um, more directly affect the contestants that were on it. It's really, really interesting. It's quite, uh, so, like, quite literally, because, like people coming out of the tank are talking about like they're having dreams of hearing the text to speech and like mm -hmm. hearing it when it's not even going on anymore yep except for Josie who has no dreams ever <laughs> that's what she said on her stream the other day is that she never dreams about anything as, as like what what a fucking champion man you cannot like even subconsciously you cannot affect her in any meaningful way. It's so fucking funny. It was like, she was destined to win from the very beginning. Do you think Josie has an internal monologue? I think she specifically said out loud that she doesn't. <laughs> she was like, um, she was in the confessional at one point, and she was talking about how, like, there wasn't anything for her to do. So, like, she was like, yeah, there's, like, nothing in my head. Everything just feels kind of staticky. <laughs> like I'm kind of bored and it's like I feel that you know I feel that on a deep level no thoughts only bliss but uh so how much of it were you watching sir I watched a little bit every day like initially yeah initially I wanted to see like uh what sort of fandoms would pop up and I expected mm -hmm. things to go like like really bad <laughs> That's a fair assumption, yeah. And I would say that they had. Um, have you looked into, like, uh, the Letty fans on any yep. meaningful level? The Letty yeah. cells, yeah. Yeah, the Letty, Letty Chuds. Letty Chuds and Josie cells. That's like, right, yeah. Although they all have, like, fucking half a dozen names each, right? You know what I mean? Like Morrow like Bros. Yeah, Morrow Bros. Mind of Jason. So, 
<laughs> mind with Jason. He's a big Sylvia fan. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. That, yeah Could have told you that. Yeah, he's an interesting fella. But, um, but yeah, it was so sick. Because, uh, like, the entire run of the show, right, like, there were these characters that would pop up if you just followed, like, the Fish Tank Live uh, hashtag or whatever. I'm very hungover, ladies and gentlemen, so my brain's working at, like, 70% capacity. But, uh, yeah, you would see these, like, recurring people over and over again. And this one person, like, Letty's Knight was just an absolute, like, balls-to-the-wall lunatic. And, like, I was curious about this person, like, throughout the entire run of the show. And then, like, in the um, Twitter Spaces wrap-ups that they would do at the end of the day, uh, they had uh, Letty's Knight in the space talking, and it was, like, some fucking, like, Eastern European lunatic. <laughs> it was like just being rude and fucking yelling at everybody and i was like this is so sick this is exactly who i thought this was were you in one of the twitter spaces where that one guy was talking about like how he just wanted to kill letty no <laughs> I yeah i think it was the remember when they did the the fake out ending but then like dr yes. disrespect bailed them out yeah they got me with that man yeah. i because because, like, it was so easy to believe because, um, for one thing, they got swatted. For another thing, the uh, Sam Hyde is an idiot and doesn't understand how web hosting works. So he ran out of money in, like, three days. So I was like, of course the show is ending earlier. Why wouldn't it? You know what I mean? This is completely what I expect. But also, like, um, they, they did the fake out, like, right after Chris threatened, I think, to rape and murder Letty yes yeah when he, um, said he was going to kill her and then like 20 minutes later they're like okay uh we're having we're having a group meeting in the fucking living room i'm like well all right yeah they they've they've really uh they really dealt with that professionally by doing nothing about it and just letting him chill in there and also jamming the two girls in a room with him for three days straight right after yeah i know then again, yeah. like, we don't know what was going on in the basement either, and we also don't know, like, I think Sam Hyde said that most of the budget went towards, like, legal. He did say that, but, like, I'm not sure if that was uh, bullshit or not, you know what I mean? I don't know. I think, like, if you if you have, like, these these weirdos and you're basically isolating them in a fucking, like, operant conditioning chamber for, what, six weeks yeah and you know that there's gonna be like a lot of abuse and like shit's gonna get really rowdy like you'd have to have some sort of like ironclad fucking like legal agreement written up right yeah the 50 page contract that none of the contestants read <laughs> <laughs> big shocker there yeah but yeah uh, i was watching um the uh the stream he was doing with the uh, josie and letty in the past week and he was saying that like he didn't want to get an entertainment lawyer because like an entertainment lawyer would google him and then be like oh yeah i'm not gonna work with this asshole no way so they just got some like random lawyer and had him like basically write a contract that would account for basically anything like that seemed to be what they did because like yeah they signed like in the contract they signed away their fucking life rights like there's no guarantee of compensation just like all this predatory fucking nightmare shit but yeah i suppose you would have to in order to cover yourself for a project like this because it was uh 
insane to say the least i'm very interested to see what it's going to be like when the uh when the full documentary comes out because uh the insights into like what was planned and what wasn't is going to be very interesting because i don't know how they got uh, letty to even agree to finish out the show with Chris still being there after him legitimately like spitting at her and just fucking he walked through a wall did you see that he he was yeah he was chasing her like fucking out of room four and like broke the molding off the wall by just fucking walking into it it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen it was um fucking like oh my god McCainy Manor have you heard of like McCamey Manor? I think it's called McCamey Manor. You know, like like the really, 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 really shitty haunted house where, you know, some dude just literally abuses you for hours. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think I've heard of that. Yeah, okay. Do you do you think they got like the McCamey Manor ass like fucking contracts? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you would think they would have to, considering like what went on in that fucking house. This is uh absolutely insane but like it like one of the reasons that uh, i wanted to bring you on was how much like literal cult shit that they were doing to the contestants during the final challenge in the cell when they were locked in room two for three days they had the break up with your family challenge <laughs> This is where the two girls had to go up to the camera and denounce their entire fan base (laughs) right before the end of the contest. And, like, there was this point where they were just insistent on shaving Vance's beard. Like, they just had to break him. They could not, like, just let it stand. They tried, I think, over the course of, like, two or three days to just, like, get this one over on him. It was fucking insane. No, it's, um, as far as, like, actual, like, cult cult shit, they were, they were probably just leaning into that, because it's mm-hmm. fun and entertaining for viewers like you. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? You're a sick <laughs> fuck, Kurt. I know. It's like racist <laughs> PBS. <laughs> racist PBS, yeah. Definitely. It is sponsored by viewers like us as well. That's true. Because all their money came from fucking the weirdest freaks on the internet. You're just buying $500 dog toys. $500 dog toys, yeah. Oh, man. When they gave Josie this one plush and she's like, I like the ones that are crinkly on the inside. <laughs> oh, God bless her heart, man. What a sweetie. She was so, so happy with so little, you know? I think we could all we could all take a take a lesson from that but uh, yeah there was a lot of like breaking people down and building them back up which uh, was pretty disturbing on some level but uh, also just like transfixing like anybody who who's talked to me over the past like six weeks will tell you it's like I was all in on this shit just constantly watching it oh my god it's like i said it's like the fucking skinner box just with like fucking text-to-speech you had like Mm -hmm. uh yeah like positive or negative reinforcement and in some cases like with people like chris it's uh just a lack of negative reinforcement 
Yeah. Which is just tacitly like endorsing the bullshit that he was doing. But then you had like text to speech that would come around and then like it was almost like operant conditioning, you know, like you have like you have to factor in like environmental factors like that. Well, I mean, it's the fucking text to speech that was basically doing it. So instead of something like Pavlovian, you have something that's more like a BF Skinner experiment. It was like Skinner, I barely know her. Sorry, I've been wanting to use that one for like the past 20 minutes. I've just been sitting here waiting for a chance to use that one. Uh, that's my contribution no, to the show I'm... and like the cultural canon. Thank you for having me it. on. This has been great. I appreciate it. I, I, think, <laughs> I think we're really doing something good here. I think we're... Yeah, I think we're really getting the work done. Skinner, <laughs> I barely know her. If we did episode titles, that's what it would be. What if but... instead it was yeah. the Armin Tanzarian box? <laughs> <laughs> you know, think about that I think, one. I think they'd change it back after a day. You know, now we must never speak of this again. Yeah, instead of like fucking shocking lab rats or whatever, though, it's just some fucking loser dropping what, like 20 bucks to just spam JJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJJ
not Hindu, uh, Sikh, sort of mystic. He called himself the Avatar, God in human flesh. He was like, I'm the reincarnation of like Jesus, the Buddha, Muhammad, uh, Shiva. And I was like, hey, uh, Muhammad was just like a guy. (laughs) He's not divine. So is this guy supposed to be divine or not divine? And after that, my college was blacklisted. <laughs> were you guys doing a tour? Yeah, we were doing a tour. And and you're like, yeah, I got a question. Yeah, sociology of religion. <laughs> Why is all this bullshit? Yeah. Why are you telling all these lies to people? <laughs> yeah, we were actually briefed at the beginning to not do that, but I was having a bad day. Oh, my God. I was like, I was getting really pissed off at at the at like the whole everything they were saying uh mm-hmm. so i was like yeah i got a question what what's going on here man what's the deal with all this stuff that you're doing yeah i'm going to tell the saudis that you're saying muhammad's divine let's see what how let's see what the wahhabis have to say about this <laughs> you're a troublemaker no Every, everywhere you go but yeah, also I find it very funny um, that, like, Sam basically put these girls through all this shit for fucking six weeks, and now he's just streaming with them. It's like, He's, like, fucking taking what little notoriety they've gotten, and it's like, yeah, yeah, we're just gonna make the most of this. He's a very calculating fellow, you know? I'm sorry, I'm still hung up on, like, the, the idea of Muhammad being divine. Oh, yeah, no, he was like, uh, okay, I'll just fucking say it. It was Mayor Baba, he was big in the 60s and 70s, actually, that The Who oh, song. Oh, shit! Yeah. Like, really? Really? Yeah. yeah. You had, like, a and a when you fucking, like, Sai Baba, dude, and you were like, excuse me, yeah, I have a question, uh, why a bitch gotta lie? No, I was, <laughs> I literally <laughs> was, I did, like, a, I... So there was this dude sitting there, like, fucking holding court, and I, we were walking throughout the cabins and, and shit, and I pulled him aside, and I was like, hey, like, I, I, I do have a question. And now my college is completely blacklisted. Uh, we cannot go, and my professor is not mad at me. He thinks it's very funny, but it did take one of the things he liked to do away <laughs> go hang out at cult compounds oh yeah yeah no, that's it's right across from the bass pro shop it's in a central location <laughs> <laughs> the most american thing i've ever heard in my life Dude, happy science and like fucking a uh, soccer gakai and shit like they're running their shit out of like strip malls oh no legit <laughs> so... uh the the mayor baba center does have like a. Uh, they have like so many stores in this dead mall that's right across from them. Like they have a rug store. <laughs> yeah, they have an airbrush store. The, legit, they do. Uh, it's like yes. very, uh, very coastal uh, stores. Uh, but they have a rug store. They have like a like an event gallery where people can have like their weddings and stuff <laughs> in a strip mall. <laughs> That's so sick. Imagine if, like, you're trying to do your wedding planning, but, like, you fucked up, and, like, 
you were you were late to the gun and the only thing left available <laughs> is the fucking cult's wedding reception hall. <laughs> Your wife would be mad as fuck at you, dude. Yeah, right next to the uh, r- right next to the old Sears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. After you get reeducated, you can go to Spencer's. <laughs> get a cool bong. Uh. But yeah, that professor, I was always fucking with him. Like, uh, you know, one time for his birthday, I like wrapped up a present all nice and shit and made it look like I was like, oh, you've done so much for me. I, I, I respect you greatly. Here you go. And he like keeps peeling it back, keeps peeling it back. There's like five boxes and within the final box is a seven inch vinyl of uh, Shoko Asahara's music. Oh, God damn it. Was it the sounds of the Doomsday Cult? Yes. Like the one with the... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, So that shit's really expensive now? It was expensive when I bought it, but I'll do anything for a bit. Okay. Um, I wish I had known this before because uh, one of the PSI electrode caps popped up on a Yahoo auctions over in Japan. And it was around the same price as, like, uh, what you'll find that sounds of the Doomsday Cult fucking 7-inch vinyl for now. And I'm like, we, we, could, we could have had the electrode cap. When I was in Japan, I was looking for, like, the, like the cast-molded, not the cast, the, like, papier-mâché Asahara heads that they would walk around Tokyo in. I was like, mm. I'm trying to trying to find one of those i'm gonna come back i'm gonna wear it on the plane obviously <laughs> like mom i got into some really weird ideas when i was in japan i don't i i know of like two that survived so i think uh like the og omer uh fucking nishimura like an old dude and like his entire thing was just like he's fucking super obsessed with like cults and ohm and uh he helped write like the the ohm shinrikyo like fucking dictionary yeah like yeah, in the mid nineties. Okay, cool. I think he has one. And then uh, I think uh, like Asahara's daughter still has one. I was like, I was daughter. I was like going to like thrift shops and shit everywhere I would go, from fucking Hokkaido all the way down. And I was like, I can't ask what I'm looking for, but I'll know it when I see it. <laughs> Do you think you're just gonna find like a fucking like paper mache sochi mask and a fucking like mandarin or whatever? I I was young and optimistic. I understand. <laughs> but no, I I too once believed in miracles. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was the best idea he had. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck else am I gonna do? Go to auction? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Just start. It was one of the side quests you got when you landed. Yeah. It was all. This is the shit I did when I wasn't showing up to class and they were threatening to deport me. <laughs> when you weren't walking up the river talking to fishermen. Oh, God. We need to go to Japan, buddy. I'll take you to that river. Yeah, yeah. I would love to get on pills and walk up and down the river and make friends with fishermen. Just just That's... ham-blasted on Oxycontin. Just, hey, <laughs> catch any fish today? You have the most unique Japan experience of anybody I've ever spoken to. <laughs> I swear to God. This is so interesting. Oh, fuck. But yeah, 
Yeah, Jagger was saying he didn't want to drop it on the show, but uh, he he has uh, researched a little bit of Om Shinrikyo himself. It uh, was part of his thesis, I think. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So yeah, my thesis was, and it's gonna get boring. It's, no one gives a shit who listened to this show, but it was on a Kyodatsu, which is the post-war Japanese living death they called it, or loss of spiritual existence, and how cults like Om Shinrikyo filled that. And really the Moonies, if you want to get, like, really far into the woods. Yeah, I mean, and you could also, like, go back to, like, OG Sakagakai. Yeah. Yeah, like, the whole martyrdom shit. Yeah, no, yes. But yeah, if it gets too dry, I'll just cut in a bunch of fart sounds under it, seeing as Alex is away. It's fine. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about that. This... We'll, we'll... We'll keep it to the we'll keep it to the stink sheet that everybody knows and loves. This is why we need Alex. He would have cut in the grease man. Yeah, cut I got in. lotion on my dick. I'm stroking my dick. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me. You know, so... <laughs> all that shit. But uh, no, this is this is very uh, very fucking interesting. I'm I'm having a good ass time. But uh, I suppose, seeing as this is technically a wrestling podcast, we could talk about wrestling on some level. And uh, my buddy Jagger here is coming up to Canada in a couple weeks to go to AEW's Forbidden Door event. Sure thing, buddy. (laughs) You're going to be amazed when you see fucking the surgery that needs to happen for us to have flappy heads like that. (laughs) And just fucking install door hinges on our necks. I want to meet one of those uh, French-Canadian guys that sound like the vulture from Looney Tunes. (laughs) <laughs> that's most of them yeah 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 uh quebecois french is a very harsh accent i would say but uh yeah fucking they announced uh okada versus brian danielson that's very exciting i think that's gonna be a really good match that's like worth the cost of admission in my mind no oh, fuck what a face, <laughs> man. Highbrow! This is the highbrow episode. Baby. What else? They, have they announced anything else? Um, fucking. I think Omega and Will Ospreay is uh, the other match that they're going to be doing. There's been, like, I guess I've seen rumor and innuendo, as a fat fuck Conrad Thompson would say. <laughs> <laughs> About uh, Shibata versus Jericho. Think about that. Interesting. You hear about that, folks? That's interesting. Which, I, that's a weird matchup, man. No, if Jericho gets fat as shit again and just starts wrestling like the white L.A. Park, that's going to be, be a, cool. that's gonna be a classic. Yeah, I think that would be very exciting. Uh, yeah, I have to say, like, it does sound weird to me as a matchup, but... Um, one of my favorite Jericho matches since he was in AEW was uh, him versus Eddie Kingston. The one where he just takes like a fucking Saito suplex right on his neck right out of the gate. So, you know, he's got it in him, I think, to pull out a fucking classic. I think it'll be good. Yeah, but, uh, you know, we're going to be in a suite. I'm going to be yeah. pardon, partying, you know. The stink sheet press box, baby. <laughs> We'll be up I can't even think about drinking right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm 35 years old. I'm I, I'm not built for it anymore. I'm not a young man. I'm 
Oh, fuck. It's, it's no good. It's no good, brother. And, uh, yeah, Eddie Kinks is going to be in the G1. That's pretty fucking cool. I think. I saw that last night because I had to stay up, like, late fucking recording a Japanese YouTuber disgraced politician getting arrested at an airport. Oh. So I was up all night doing that and also drinking heavily. So I'm also really hungover, but like not my man, not because I went out and like, you know, enjoyed my life is like the absence of a life. So I'm sitting here like this man's name is Gassy. And this is my entire world for the next four and a half hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty weird. I would never I would never do something like uh uh, staying up all night on the computer abusing substances. That is strange. That's a strange behavior. <laughs> I don't co-sign it. Would never do something like that for six weeks. <laughs> Shirking all work to watch fucking <laughs> eight idiots pitter around a house while Sam Hyde does fucking like halfways thought through fucking pranks on them. Frank Castle was... was there too. Don't. Yeah, that's this true. Frank Castle. Castle... Say what? Is this like Frank Castle? Yeah, this is Frank Castle erasure. Like I won't. No. Yeah. We need more. I would erase him if I could. No. Why? Why? <laughs> Just I don't know. I got kind of sick of him before he even showed up because everybody was like, "Oh, you guys are gonna get it when Frank Castle gets there." Oh, the Frank Castle meter is almost all the way up. It's like, "Oh, you better hide." And then all he did was he went in there, he fucking like made a mess and and fucking smoked cigarettes inside. Honestly, that's what I do to Alex's house. So I'm sort of his Frank Castle. There you go. He did have a cool helmet, though, I have to say. Fucking... I, I did think the, the freeloader thing did keep uh, Fish Tank very interesting, because you never did know who was going to be in there next. Although, I don't know why Sam decided to opt for, like, F-tier right-wing YouTubers at one point. That seems strange to me. Like, I fucking... What was that guy's name? Alex Stein? Are you, yeah. like, familiar with him at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, a, yeah. he's a little weirdo, man. Like, what the fuck was the point of bringing that guy on? Well, see, um, he, he, he hates the Jews. Is he not? It's is he... a thing. It's just like, and uh, he hates uh, gay people and transgender people, and he uh, makes fun of black people. So... Um, now, I don't, I personally don't know why Sam Hyde would want to invite someone like that on, or, if, like, what his audience might see in that, but, uh, if, if I could wager a guess, I got nothing. <laughs> I got fucking head empty, just, like, I guess we'll words. never know. <laughs> lights are, lights are out behind my yeah, eyes. Yeah, Absolutely. But, like, I mean, even if you want to have, like, a fucking right-wing sicko on, you can get a better one than that, I think. Like, that's, like, not a heavy hitter, as far as I'm concerned. What sort of heavy like, hitter do you think they could get? Sam Hyde's running the fucking show. Like, fucking... That's true. That is true. Could you imagine Sam's pitch to, like, Milo Yiannopoulos? <laughs> like, he's down on his luck. He'll probably do it. I don't think they could get legal to clear Milo. That's probably what the issue was there. There's no 14-year-old like, Italian boys anywhere near this tank. 
Is if they thought Simmons was a problem, me or not the stamp of platypus is gonna gonna cause some fucking big issues. But yeah, uh, I, I was like, now that you think about it, like you had Alex know. time, but like that, oh, fucking like Harrison, Harrison Smith from Infowars. I'm honestly kind of surprised they could have gone with like Harrison over Alex mm-hmm. Stein. It's like Alex Stein, I think, worked for like the Blaze. So yeah. like Harrison Smith is just like fucking boss wall. Also, he looks like David Koresh, so that's a thing. <laughs> that would really improve the vibe, I think. Yeah, but, no. Like you're yeah. there at a cult compound in an operant conditioning chamber, just fucking bring on the InfoWars Nazi who looks like fucking David Koresh. Yeah. Let's, let's break these seven seals. Like fuck it. Hell yeah. Let's go. Could you fucking go coming out for six weeks? <laughs> How do you think Josie would handle a uh, ATF standoff? I don't know. They better not let her get a gun because she picks up shit quick. <laughs> She'll defend that place solo. She'll bust out one of the windows on the top floor. Nobody's know, I, getting in. Like if the feds started blasting like the sound of like rabbits being slaughtered in the middle of the night, like Josie would just hit him back with like Vocaloid. <laughs> she could probably beat the government like just... she would just blast like Kasane Tato at him it would be like Tato Dimension and they would leave they would fucking clear out I guarantee absolutely you're not gonna win a battle of the wills against Josie uh, uh, it's just go ahead a rookie fed blowing his brains out because he's heard ooh ee ooh ah ah ching ching wada wada bing bang for 48 hours without sleep <laughs> She's on a megaphone blasting from the fucking uh, what spruce? Uh, what spruce? Poplar, I hardly knew her. <laughs> and the guy's like, I can't take it! I can't take it! Damn, I was six weeks from retirement. That's right, yeah. Oh my god. Never forget the day we fucking went up to a, I don't even know what you call it. Not a McMansion, because it's not nice enough, but like a fucking copy-pasted housing in a cul-de-sac in fucking Rhode Island somewhere. Never forget the epic standoff. But uh, Alex Jones himself would have been fun to go in there and just... Yeah, he's in have, debt. Have a chat with people. What's that? He's in debt. Yeah, give him a cut of the TTS money for one day. It'd probably help him out a lot, right? He's got, like, fucking billions of dollars of debt to fucking push off. Alex Jones is like in his Howard Hughes era, like his like his late Howard Hughes era. Like that guy's like gone off the rails, off the rails. Do you think he has uh, like impersonators all over the country, like Howard Hughes? Yeah, I mean, yeah, most <laughs> of them are on YouTube or Rumble <laughs> or Odyssey or Kick <laughs> or Gab. <laughs> oh, or Gab. Odyssey is so cool. It's the, <laughs> the so on this program we'll we'll get to it, but um, we we spend a lot of time uh, chronicling the goings on of of one Val Venus, and uh, for the longest time he was like banned off of YouTube, so I had to like try to find him wherever I could, and so that's how I found out what Odyssey even was. And he was like, "Oh, this is this is the best. This is like the crypto-backed like streaming <laughs> platform." 
fucking YouTube alternative, right? And I was like, that's pretty cool, Val Venus, but here's one thing that you can do on Odyssey that you can't do on YouTube, and that's right-click save every fucking video you've ever put in there with no, like, second process. You could just rip off a guy's entire channel whole cloth in a couple of clicks and just repurpose it for anything you want to. It's so fucking silly. The least secure thing I've ever seen in my life. So Val Venus is on Odyssey. He was on the site where like Japanese QAnon goes to die. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He might still be there. Let me see. Let's take a look if he's uh, fucking uploaded anything there in a while. Can't find it. Fuck it. Whatever. Moving on. But anyway, yeah. It was it was not a not a great platform by any uh, stretch of the imagination. Vol so that's what's that? Valcel Valvenus. Remember that one, folks? Fan favorite Valcel Valvenus. Uh, <laughs> he's on Blue Sky now. <laughs> <laughs> I would believe it, man. I'm waiting for that guy to make a return. It's very funny that 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 Twitter account happened like years before our show, because that sounds like 100% a joke from this fucking podcast easily. Ball cell Valvenus. He tweeted four times. One of them, I don't even like sex anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, Ball cell Valvenus. <laughs> his, uh, uh, his bio is former WWE superstar, former sex haver. It's a rough spot in your life when you have to call yourself a former sex haver. <laughs> We've all been cool. there. Yeah. And he... <laughs> I'm going farther into the... He has one... He's following one account. And it's at Smokeweed. <laughs> <laughs> Who has... At Smokeweed? <laughs> oh, man. I love you, Valsal Valvinus. Man, I can't wait till Elon just destroys all the the uh fuck fuck inactive accounts that's the word i was looking for oh no i'm gonna take that at yeah we're gonna have to resurrect it ourselves man we need to archive stuff like this the internet's so shitty it's like that fucking connor o'malley video i keep posting it's it's not cool to go on the computer anymore fucking computers bullshit it's fucking sick it's not cool anymore. It's not fun. It's not fun to be on the fucking computer. They changed everything about it. It used to be so cool. It used to be so cool. But fucking, they're taking down like YouTube accounts that have been inactive, Twitter accounts. We're going to lose. We're losing recipes, folks, is the problem. And I don't have you know terabytes on terabytes of fucking data to back everything up but uh yeah this is a really shitty era of online stuff yeah you know what i mean goodbye yukio mishima reference hello at smoke weed it's <laughs> 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 really like me going from second year of college to third year of college <laughs> The third year of college, you're at smoke weed era. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool if you ask me. 
Oh man. So uh, yeah, it's pretty funny how um, in the AEW video game, <laughs> there's there's a fucking uh, quiz mini game, and and Chris Jericho is on the the picture for the quiz mini game, and it's just his head next to a big giant fucking cube. <laughs> I'm go. I'm going through the people who follow at Smoke Weed. <laughs> okay. Uh, one I found. His name is Herb, and <laughs> and his his at is Ganja Train. <laughs> that owns. <laughs> there are two Ganja Trains. You have at Ganja Train, and then I'm looking right underneath it. It says. The ganja train. Oh, you think they have beef? You think they have beef? I'm gonna find out. (laughs) That that motherfucker ganja train (laughs) swiped it right under me. This is like a Ray's original pizza kind of deal. They're gonna be locked in litigation for years as to who's the real ganja train. Ghostbusters and the real Ghostbusters. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Man, um, Jerry, did you ever check to see if you had, uh, fucking, like, clones on Twitter? Because, like, a few months ago, just anybody with any username at all on Twitter had, like, at least, like, three or four accounts with, like, zero followers that just had their username. Like, fucking, I have a bunch, I think. I'm gonna type in fucking Otis P. Stink Trigger into Twitter. And there's like a bunch of different ones. Do you have uh, do you have clones as well? Cause like I, yeah, I, I just see a, no, no one gives a fuck about me. No, no. Maybe maybe it's because you have a private account. But, well, I uh, didn't. It's, it's very disturbing. I didn't have a private account like a week ago. I think it's like a blackmail thing. You know what I mean? It's like maybe if my account gets deactivated and. Another one will replace me. Just try to pick up the fucking mantle. Very disturbing. Who would want to pretend to be me, man? Silly. I, like, message the Otis P. Stink Trigger clone and get back, like, writing in Hindi. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm glad Kurt's getting a bit worldly. Yeah. I didn't think you had it in you. Hey, never too late to learn a language. It's like, why does he keep asking me for Steam cards? Oh, man. Shout out to Frank Thorpe. Fucking our our buddy. Never taken an L in his life. God bless him. I gotta reuse this one. Frank, walking down the street, sees an L on the floor. Says, that's a mighty weird-looking seven. He can't even see him. Are you familiar with Frank Thorpe, Sarah? I am not. I've heard you guys talk about him. But okay. Like, not personally. Wait, do you yes. actually listen to this garbage? Yep. Oh. God bless you. <laughs> God bless your heart, What the heart, fuck Sarah? else am I going to fucking listen to? Yeah, yeah let fair me enough. Just, yeah, no. Let me just listen to what happened when... <laughs> You don't want to listen to Wrestling Friends with Matt Coon? <laughs> oh, that no, guy. I don't. I don't want to do that. That sounds terrible. 
He's fucking. You don't want to listen to. You don't want to listen to Matt Coon and Raj Giri talk about why it should be okay to criticize AEW. Matt Coom is going to try to do a citizen's arrest on Roosh. <laughs> have a heart attack in the process. What is he so bent out of shape about? Because he, like, beat up Jungle Boy yeah. a little bit or whatever? Yeah. He's, like, That's... literally calling for Roosh to be arrested. He it was so funny. Fake, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure he knows it's fake. I'm like... I mean, he should, but, like, fucking, um, you know, I don't think Dax Harwood was going to tell him any different. Fucking, uh, the funniest thing I saw was somebody commented, like, under one of his, like, whinings about Roosh, and he was like, oh, I'd like to see that guy try it with somebody like Moxley or fucking Dax. (laughs) Do you? Do you think the alcoholic guy with, like, fucking braces on every one of his limbs who cries all the time is going to be the one to put Roosh in his place? Like, really? Seems a sometimes, bit silly. Sometimes I'll be scrolling Twitter, and then, like, there's fucking, like, wrestling Twitter overlap, and I'll see people, like, just, Roosh will come up, and it'll be in all caps. And, like, my stupid ass is still, like, reading it as Rush, and I, like, think they're talking about, like, Getty Lee. Oh, and yeah. so, for like three seconds, I'm very confused, but very, very happy about whatever the fuck my brain is trying to tell me. And then I realize that they're talking about a wrestler, and I'm like, I'm gonna check out. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually thought it was Rush for ages and ages, until I actually saw him on AEW. Because I was never super duper familiar with Lucha Libre. I only knew him as the guy who repurposed Chris Benoit's Our Lady Peace theme song after he died. (laughs) And how everybody thought that was in very bad taste. And while they're right, and it is, that song whips ass, I'm sorry to say. Dax? Dax is one of the funniest characters in all of wrestling because he's like oh look at me i'm you know an old southern wrestler i'm so tough and he's from fucking Asheville. he's from for east coast portland <laughs> yeah i've heard that uh, i think it was i've heard you say that like it's a pretty like hoity-toity sort of place right yeah it, it's literally like the Carolinians trying to copy Austin and Portland as hard as they can. That's so sick. You gotta have a cool place to go, man. But, uh, but yeah. Fuck him. Fuck Macoon. He's, he's, he's the worst. And, uh, my god is it ever fun to goof on him. He's, (laughs) he's like fucking, he just cannot accept, like, when he's getting ripped on the like when he announced that he was doing this podcast with Raj Geary everybody was like why would you do that this guy's a fucking idiot like what are you doing and he was like wow everybody's really talking about this episode for it drops thanks for all the engagement that's my favorite move is the like no press is bad press like oh we really got him talking and it's like yeah like if I fucking you know make the show art for this episode Brian Knobs' asshole people are probably gonna have something to say about it but I don't think it's really gonna be good for the podcast right could you do that 
I mean, I could. I don't. I don't think I will. But could. I. I mean, could as in please do that. Oh, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe on a different episode. <laughs> it's like, hey, thanks for coming on, Sarah. If you send anybody the link to this episode, it's gonna be Brian Knobs' exploded anus showing up on their podcatcher. I. I'm sorry. I'm scrolling. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm scrolling Matt Coon's uh, Twitter profile, and just like yeah. the first thing I see is him bragging about, uh, I guess like McIntyre. That's some other guy, and like fucking Mick Foley, like following him on Twitter. Which is like, why? Why are we bragging about that? Oh, he's a name sorry. dropper. I'm, yeah, I'm... you got to act like you've been there before, man. But like, you know. You don't. Why is he doing? Sorry, sorry. No, no. This is this is this is exactly uh, the the space for that kind of conversation. I don't understand like ninety nine percent of wrestling Twitter. I don't like. I love it. It's great. It's a train wreck. But I don't understand like most of these people. That's that's fair. You know what? You know what I love, Sarah, is that uh, you're you're an expert on uh, on cults and. All this spooky, scary shit, extremism, and all that, and uh, then you get into wrestling Twitter, and you're like, "Wow, what a bunch of freaks! <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of fucking weirdos! <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> Everybody's just like yelling at each other all the time, and, like <laughs> pretending that they're friends with famous people who like." honestly like aren't that famous but but they're acting like they're really famous but like no absolutely not yeah although like i i say that but like the other day uh betty from fish tank followed me and i sent it to all my friends like look 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 (laughs) she's my girlfriend now hey (laughs) that's my girlfriend rika tatsumi follows me that's cool check it bitches i i might be married to rachel maddow Go ahead. What I said, like if we're if we're going off that like metric, I might be married to Rachel Maddow. Oh, that's beast. So you know, good for me. Wait, she'll take care of you. She follows you. Yeah. Ooh. I'm gonna. Rachel Maddow's paid, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna try to leverage this podcast to get on MSNBC. (laughs) Hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah. No, I I love the fact that like all of these like journalists and like fucking like preeminent scholars of like you know extremism and political violence and like all the really bad shit in the world they have to sit and like fucking look at my tweets about like tony shivani mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah wednesday night it's tony shivani night bitches yeah right like haha you're worth like three million dollars and like everyone loves you but it's wednesday night <laughs> I got like a fucking I got like an eight pack of Bud Platinum and I'm about to make it everyone's problem. <laughs> as long as it's not Bud Light, you know, fucking <laughs> Kurt Hall, noted transphobe. That's correct. You know me. <laughs> well, I, I'm adding I, that to the blackmail list. <laughs> yeah, just take that one out of context. That'll be good. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I love I love to boycott and <laughs> fucking Anheuser Busch by not buying Bud Light and buying Modelo. We've all seen the tweets. <laughs> so good, it's so good. Fucking yeah, like 
fucking um, Jake from Pendejo Time, really good podcast. He was tweeting, it's very funny watching the most racist guy you know realize that there's only like four companies in the United States. It's like, go woke, go broke. Yeah, sure thing, bud. It's all the same fucking shit. But uh, yeah, speaking of um, online lunatics and transphobes, uh, it, I think it's time for Spotlight on Val Venus, everybody. Hello, ladies. Yeah, hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. So this is Spotlight on Val Venus. This is the most popular segment on the Stink Sheet because if I put it in the show, my buddy Wayne will listen to it. What's up, Wayne? How's the cottage? Um, yeah, so this is where we chronicle the goings-on of disgraced former pro wrestler, although current pro wrestler because he ain't got no goddamn money, Sean Morley, and see what he's been up to. And uh, he's really been... I, I know I said last week I was sick of him, and uh, it's just kind of the same thing over and over again. But our buddy Sean has been fucking on one lately. Kind of a return to form. So I picked out a couple of uh, tweets to, to display his... his thought process what are you laughing at did you send me something what is this what's my phone buzzing no i'm looking at a poll that he did oh shit what is it i didn't i didn't collect that one read it out should the american government have more and better firearms than private sector americans five votes all capital letters no (laughs) (laughs) he knows his audience he knows all five of them. Oh, he gets like so fucking. Yeah, he, he's he's yelling at he's yelling to nobody about this shit, man. It is so fucking funny. But uh, this one, this one's great. I'm not gonna do the voice because it's way too long. But uh, while pussies like John Cena and The Rock stay silent and compliant on real-world issues, I and several others are fighting back against the destruction of an entire generation of human beings by what is pure evil. These communists are attacking Gen Z with high-level pedophilia propaganda, vaccine-induced autism, transgenderism, and destroying the lives of those who go so far as to mutilate themselves to the point they will never bear their own children. Yeah, man. Right on. Right on, <laughs> brother. Also, I'm what on. What is he trying to say? I'm on one that he posted at one in the morning that says in big letters, this is how you gas six million people. What? And it, I didn't see that. And it's a picture of the East Palestine. <laughs> train derailment thing yeah see that's the thing is like sometimes he's like accidentally based (laughs) you know what i mean like the east palestine derailment that's a big deal it's a fucking huge problem yeah but i don't know if he's is he angling into holocaust denials i mean i wouldn't be fucking surprised (laughs) <laughs> it de- like you know dropping six million that really does sound like it doesn't it also but, he's uh, still tagging donald trump who hasn't been on twitter in like three years yeah why isn't valvinus on true social you know like that's where that's where he's... although no he doesn't even like trump anymore he said that no he, yeah it's like you're a man you're a man without a master now you've got you've got nothing going on that way 
Uh, this is another fun one. I have zero fear of debating the sick and demented Rainbow Mafia, but they are cowards who refuse to step up onto Twitter spaces and debate like adults. <laughs> the childhood vaccines rendered them childlike imbeciles. So Val Venus is literally doing hop on a space, little bro, so I can cook you. He has the same debate tactics as the uh, Russell Pierce contributors. <laughs> oh, man. He is a nearly 60-year-old man being like, Hey, hop on... Hop online. Let's let's do a little flame wars. Yeah, yeah. Hop on Twitter Spaces so I can cook you, bro. What is it with guys like this and and debates? All all the all the right wing sicko guys. They love their fucking debates. I don't get it, man. It's like, do you think if you debate enough people and win, then people will just like concede that you're right and everybody has to fucking believe your dumb bullshit or or what? <laughs> What's the purpose of it? I think I think people just want to... I think he's just, like, reaffirming his own beliefs, and that's the best way to do it, is to yell at other people, you know? Have you, ever, have you ever scrolled through this man's likes? No, you know what? I That is a huge gap in my fucking knowledge. I don't think I have. Oh, okay, because this dude just liked, um, liked, some, liked some hardcore anti-Semitism. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I'm looking at a tweet uh, with a nose emoji, and he's smashing like on <laughs> oh, that shit. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, no. Also, <laughs> Val is liking tweets like shitting on Hunter Biden, which mm-hmm. Hunter Biden does exactly what Val does now, which is not have a job and just get it, just do drugs all the time. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, they, they do have the same lifestyle. I really wish I had not fucking looked at his likes. I am... I... This is, uh... this is nightmarish. This is Sarah Hightower simulator. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Because you look at bad stuff online all the time yeah. for your work. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I want to die. This is your this is your Matt Healy going on the Adam Friedland show. <laughs> you got to take a shot at Taylor Swift after this for us. It'll be very yeah. funny. I don't. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> that guy's likes are a fucking wasteland. Uh, there's one he's liked where someone's like, "We got to get you on Tim Cast." <laughs> I'm like, you know what? This might be the only thing I agree with. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see that. I think like he would just annoy the shit out of other right wing grifters. I swear to God, I I love this one. It's a uh, hashtag Super Bowl hashtag Super Bowl fifty seven. Folks better be stoned. Are you stoned? Share pics, and it's a picture of <laughs> obviously not the person posting that some only fans woman with a blunt photoshopped in her mouth and it's from top leaf list (laughs) (laughs) this is so cool uh he he liked this tweet here by a a first name bunch of numbers and it says uh at val venus andy i got on twitter to follow some retro pro wrestling folks 
The COVID stuff started, and Val Venus was talking since about it when no one else was. I woke up and got through it and fought and kept my job and my sanity. Val Venus, you helped me so much. Thank you. <laughs> Did There's he retweet zero... this? He quote tweeted it. Well, what'd he say? All caps. Follow this gem of a fellow rational human being right here. Uh, ellipses, ellipses. You got a double ellipses. That's uh, six dots. Hell yes. There's a 0% chance that it's not just Sean on a sock puppet. <laughs> here's, a, here's another one from Nunya, so mind your own, at Pat. Good lord. Pats and Yankees fan. <laughs> you know, uh, the second you see Pats and Yankees fan, it's going to be one of the greatest minds of our generation. Absolutely. Let's see if he gets destroyed by madness. <laughs> oh, shit. Yep, Antifa is destroying the ATL right now. <laughs> Antifa! <laughs> Uh, uh, I feel bad for for a good buddy out in Atlanta. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're currently under siege. Yeah, they they they've done such a fucking good job of uh, of destroying Atlanta that Alex has never told us about this. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Atlanta like five times since this tweet. Mm-hmm. Like I have to put on a hazmat suit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, going to vats whenever somebody approaches you on the street. He's liking feet pics. Is he? Um, uh, he's he he liked a picture of shadow band mama American flag emojis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing my username to that. <laughs> I want to be shadow band mama American flag emoji. <laughs> That's so beast. <laughs> Holy shit. Here's one that he liked from Elon Musk. Okay. I work all day, then go home and play work simulator. <laughs> this this could have been a Chuck Wendig uh, tweet. Yeah, 100%. Mm, yes, yeah. That's a pretty good meme. Yep. I think I'll tweet that. And Valby's like, very good, sir. Excellent me. Oh, shit. This one is pertinent to me because uh, I'm about to step into the lion's den. Mm. Canada, your prime minister is, inter- is internationally recognized as a dictator. <laughs> the dictator has now joined with another party to stop opposition. You're screaming, free Ukraine. <laughs> when do you stop getting played? Is a uh, is Trudeau? You know, is he a dictator? Yeah, I I don't know. He's kind of an annoying lib, but like I don't know about dictator. But you know, if you if you fucking ask anybody slightly right of center, yeah, they'll say that. Oh man, funniest shit ever. You you guys remember the uh, trucker protests that were going on in Ottawa, right? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, like, there were uh, sympathy protests, like, going on around the country at the same time. And I was walking back from the, the weed store, and I saw this, like, old fella fucking walking up the street, and he was, had a, he was holding a Canadian flag upside down. 
and I kind of figured like what was going on, but I, I was uh, I was feeling a little froggy, so I, I shout out to him from the other side of the road. I'm like, hey, buddy, your flag's upside down. <laughs> and he, he just yells at me. He's like, it means country in distress. <laughs> I got a good laugh out of that. You guys' oh, flag is so adorable, though. Yeah, just a little leaf. Yeah, it upside down would be even more adorable. Just upside leaf. down leaf. Yeah, just a little yeah. leaf. What if it was a pot yeah. leaf instead? Well, we've got those up here. You can get one of those in any head shop. It's, oh, it's fuck great. yes. Yeah, we should send you home with one of those when you come up. Hell yeah. I should get, that should be my next tattoo. <laughs> I, I know a place. Um, fucking uh, the girl I was drinking with last night. Her ex husband runs a tattoo shop. We can get it for you on the cheap. Be easy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but this one I wanted to end on because I I I we might have to discuss it because I have no idea what the fuck he's trying to say. Uh, Val Venus Ent at eleven eighteen a.m. June fourth tweets moral and ethical slavery must become a standard in america these people are just running loose in america unpunished help me advocate for moral and ethical slavery all in caps the fuck does that mean what is that sean what's going on buddy i think uh i think some people shouldn't have have a computer <clears throat> I don't know yeah so I swear to god we'll get him on this show one of these days will we I, I'm gonna keep trying you know I've, I've told him numerous times if he wants to debate the libtards and put us in our place he can come on the show and he can say whatever he wants it would be really fucked up if he like it ends with us being like, actually, he's making some really good points. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I never looked at it that way before. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a gun. I, oh man. I don't. Um, I just I just searched slavery on uh, on his profile. Yeah. And he's he's on one about moral and ethical slavery. What is he talking about, though? Um, apparently it's righteous, which he misspelled. He says, is moral and ethical slavery righteous? And he's got the, he's got the Brie Wu emotes, so you know this is real shit. Of course it is. <laughs> you would have to mentally reside somewhere on the spectrum in order to fail to see the righteousness in moral and ethical slavery. Which brings us back to vaccines. Just asking <laughs> questions. I'll pray for y'all. Prayers up, emoji. <laughs> 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 what? What's he got up his butt about autistic people now? I don't know, but a Jeff Jarrett avatar tried to say that slavery is inherently unethical, and he just said, unethical slavery is unethical. Ethical slavery is ethical. So I think maybe that the fact that you're asking me that question leads me to ask if you are on the spectrum. Like, this. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, if I'm losing an argument, I'll just call somebody retarded too, but he's just taking a lot of extra steps. And of course, the uh, the guy with the Jeff Jarrett profile is the one who is on the right side of history. That just that just tracks with everything I know from wrestling Twitter, honestly. 
I didn't see the vision at first. I was like, Jeff Jarrett, what are they doing bringing this guy into AEW? That's a bunch of craziness. But you know who was wrong? <laughs> He's oh, what'd you find? You found something good. I can tell. Well, there's there's a string of tweets actually. By all means, uh, there's the most transphobic thing I've ever seen. Okay, maybe we don't do that one. Wrote and then well. In this string of tweets, there is the most transphobic thing I've ever seen. Then, mm-hmm. Roseanne Barr is now factually hotter than Madonna. <laughs> and then sandwiched in between those two t- tweets is, what is everyone blazing this evening? <laughs> <laughs> how, how do we get him on the show? How? How do we get him on the show? We need... We'll do it. Sarah, you're the first step. Now we've got legitimacy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, no. Can... That's your plan. We got something yep. to put on the resume. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Just... How much would we have to pay Conrad to get help? <laughs> well, there's definitely a dollar amount because that guy's carny as fuck. Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't... We need to fly. Where does this motherfucker live? Arizona? Yeah, we need to fly out and do like the Valvina special. Just ambush him with our phone cameras on him. <laughs> we should gang stalk. <laughs> Stink, Sean. Stink Nation. Stink Nation. This is your gang stalk. This man. This is your call. Sean Morley, we're in your walls. <laughs> this is your call to action. You've been waiting for it. Kuwabara, Kuwabara, six three two one eight three two 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 two. <laughs> Activate stock Valvinus, aka Sean Morley. <laughs> oh man, but I'd like to do the thing that I wanted to do with uh, with Michael Elgin, where because like Michael Elgin has been on one lately as well, and like I've offered because like I've actually done like wrestling documentaries before, and I offered to like do like a redemption doc for Michael Elgin, but I was gonna like uh, Louis throw it and just like kind of goof on him very very subtly to make like a silly documentary and i would love to do that for for old val that would be the funnest thing i could ever do but he's uh he's cagey you know he's cagey hard to get a beat on him but uh yeah i think we're gonna we're gonna leave it there for sean and uh, probably this episode but uh sarah thank you so much for coming on it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you sorry i suck at this man i don't even yeah, and you won't be invited back. No, probably not. <laughs> oh, shut up! You don't be silly. Hey, we we will have you on any time. And... How do we get Valvinus on though? Seriously. Oh fuck. Oh, we'll we'll do it. We'll don't do worry. it. Okay. Someday. We'll do a round table. We'll have Mets on. We'll have V. Actually, you know what? M- Combat of the mind. Just put Val and Mets in a room, and all of us just leave. <laughs> That would be sick. Just let him go for like three hours. That would be beast. I would love it. But yeah, thanks again for coming on. And um, yeah. Bye. Bye. Fuck. You didn't let me plug my Twitter. I'm trying to. uh... Oh, do it. Whatever. I'm still recording. Fuck it. Did you stop? No. no. Hey, Stink Nation. If you want to follow me. It's life underscore four underscore sale underscore. Follow me. I'm trying to monetize this bitch.
trying to create a side podcast that eventually takes over this podcast and, uh, you know, sort of a hostile takeover sort of thing. Have a good day, folks. I'll see you some point. We should have never let him watch the session. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>